Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. competition within the body for the more visible, recognizable functions. And it's foolish. I had somebody say to me one time, you know, there was some acknowledgement being given and and this person came and and said, you know, I've been here longer than him. Why is he the one being selected to do that? And basically I said, well, because that's your attitude. That's why you're not being selected. I mean, it's evidence that you're not ready. You're, You're immature. Yes, you've been here longer. You might even know more. But it's not about seniority, not in the body of Christ. In today's message, Pastor Robert will encourage you to keep a sharp eye out for those who appear to have a servant's heart. In reality, some people make themselves to look like a servant, but they really just want to be seen. They want to be seen as spiritual or religious. This isn't true servanthood. This is selfish desire to be recognized within the church. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. edifying for the individual. And and he goes on to talk about the fact that prophecy, which is completely different, is given by God through an individual for the edification of other people, for their, you know, constructive benefit and and so forth. Third point, and I'm speeding up, he says, just like there's one spirit, there's only one body. There's only one body. And we need each other. We're interdependent. Each one of us has been placed by God he listen he has crafted you he's designed you he has fitted you for a specific role and function within the body of Christ if you're doing nothing then the body is handicapped if you're trying to do something for which you were not designed the body is handicapped and you're going to be miserable you're going to be unfulfilled and that was his point in what he said earlier you know at least part of his point you know, what if, what if a, an ear insisted on doing the function of an eye? It's just not possible. It's not made for that. Not going to be fulfillment. The body's going to be handicapped. It's just, it's not, not going to work. It's not going to work. God has placed us. He has crafted us. He's placed us. And, and he, he points out that a lot of times we get this idea that, you know, for, for one thing, people will say, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Well, this chapter kind of refutes that. We need each other. We're dependent upon each other. Does that mean that if you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell? No. It just means you're not going to go anywhere much between here and there. You're not going to be fruitful. You're shortchanging the body. You're shortchanging yourself. You're missing out on what God wants to do in and through your life. You're going to shrivel up and die, spiritually speaking. And I refer you to John chapter 15 to consider that fact 
further. But he says, you know, we're, there's one body, but there are different roles. There, there's one body, but there are all kinds of different giftings and different functions. And, and so we need to work together. We need to play our part. And we need to remember that, you know, just because one part is more visible doesn't mean it's more valuable. And I want to illustrate that. Which would you rather be without today? If, if, I, if I gave you a choice and said you have to choose, you have to choose... God has said, one of these two things is going to, to say, I quit in your body today. Your tongue, could you do without it? Some of you are like, no way. And you, your roommate or your spouse is saying, oh yes, please God. Your tongue or your liver. Think that one through. Your tongue or your liver. And, and, and you know what, let me, let me, even, I'll, let me change that. Your eyes or your liver. One eye. Has anybody ever looked at you, and, and ladies especially, and you know, I won't embarrass you guys, but has, has anybody ever looked at you and, and said, you have the most beautiful liver? <laughs> Not going to happen, right? Although my wife did have a doctor after, you know, physical and x-rays and stuff, tell her she had a beautiful heart, and he was actually talking about the organ. But nobody says that, right? You have a beautiful liver. I mean, we get, you know, the, the eye, but yet you can't live without it. You can't live without it. it. It only gets attention if it starts rebelling, right? Acting up, it wants to quit, now you got a problem. You're going to die. No liver, you die. But it gets very little attention. It's not noticed. It's hidden in there, just doing its thing day in and day out. And hopefully it continues to do so. And there are people in the church just like that. There are members of the body of Christ who never get any attention until they stop doing what God designed them to do. And then the church starts having problems. Often what we see is a competition within the body for the more visible, recognizable functions. And it's foolish. I had somebody say to me one time, you know, there was some acknowledgement being given, and, and this person came and, and said, you know, I've been here longer than him. Why is he the one being selected to do that? And basically I said, well, because that's your attitude. That's why you're not being selected. I mean, it's evidence that you're not ready. You're, you're immature. Yes, you've been here longer. You might even know more. But it's not about seniority, not in the body of Christ. It's about functioning where God designed us and where He places us. And that's the thing that we as leadership are, are supposed to pray about, you know, as, as we interact with your lives, as, as we, you know, are faithful to make disciples. The idea there is to see what is God doing and how do we participate. And if He has appointed you to gifts of service and administration, and we appoint you to be a teacher, we're shortchanging you, we're shortchanging the children, we're shortchanging the body. It's a huge mistake just, just because we want you to be seen or whatever. It's, it's wrong. And, and so we need to understand we've been placed by God. And that's where we will find fulfillment. That's where we're going to be fruitful. That's where the body's going to be blessed. And so we need to be content with that. And then the last thing kind of ties into it. Again, I'm being repetitious now. He does these things to benefit the whole body, not one individual. The gifts that he gives are given to the whole body. Not to one man, not to one woman, not, not to disproportionately benefit certain individuals or one individual. It's, it's to bless the body. 
don't elevate the instrument ever. Not ever. It's foolish. It's misguided. It's detrimental to them. It's detrimental to you. It's detrimental to everybody else. Don't do it. He's the one who is actually giving the gift. You know, if I go out and buy my wife a nice gift and hand it to my my son to give to her because I want him to be able to participate in the whole, you know, joyous occasion, and, and then he's the one that gets all the hugs and kisses and thank yous. Is that appropriate? No. I should be okay with it because, of the, you know, I'm such a godly, mature man, but I'm probably not going to be. You, you, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's like a patient that's just had the gallbladder removed saying to the doctor, would you bring that scalpel in here so I can thank it? It's just absurd. But we do that with people. We do that with people whom God chooses to use in our lives. Don't do that. He's the one who deserves your gratitude and your attention and, and, and so forth. And then the final thing that I want you to see there, look at the last verse. Earnestly desire the best gifts. It's okay to want God to gift you. It, it's okay. Good example is a gift of tongues. It's been completely misunderstood. It's been often abused, and so people are afraid of it, and they, you know, it's a gift from God. Why would you not want it? If it's a gift from the perfect, loving Father, why would you not want it? Why would you be afraid of it? If that's what He wants to do in your life, you need to be wide open to it. You, you need to tell Him, if that's what, if you want that for me, if that's what you have for me, if you think that's what I need, then I certainly want whatever you have for me. And just be open to whatever he might want to do in your life. And, and then Paul says, but I'm going to show you a more, a more excellent way. Not more excellent than the gifts, but more excellent than the self-centered, humanistic expression that the Corinthians were used to. The disorder. He's going to talk to us next week about, about love. And... and I'm excited to dig into it because I believe that the redefinition of love in our society today is leading to the disintegration of our culture. And we need to understand love from a biblical perspective. Because the Bible says, He is love. He is love. So He, he wants us to understand what it really is and what it looks like. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. 
Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 